Hey everyone, welcome to Coffee Sips Tea Podcast, and I'm your hostess with the mostest. <laughs> uh, call me Coffee, almost forgot my name there. And we have a lovely guest with us today, stopping by the coffee house, and that's Miss Isabella Johnston. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for letting me be on your show today. Absolutely, and I'm happy you were able to make it today. And what's going on with you right now? Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) So I'm one of those serial entrepreneurs, and Mm -hmm. I have six companies. Mm. So I am always, always, as you can imagine, doing something. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that means I have my own podcast, and it's called The Intern Whisperer. Mm -hmm. Um, We talk about... You know, how people got started in their careers, where they went from school to where they are now, and the future of work. Mm-hmm. I have a software platform that works like a dating site. And we match uh, employers that they're my paying customers to students looking for internships, and we match them up in that sense, like Match.com. Mm-hmm. We have a game that's on Steam for any of those game lovers out there. It's a third-person tower defense game. Mm -hmm. So it's on Steam. People can play it. There's a free demo if you find it. It's called Intern Pursuit Game. Mm -hmm. And I have a consulting company and a video and game production company. And then a learning academy also. So all of those things, super busy. Yes, you sound super busy. So it's like America's Next Top intern <laughs> uh, maybe maybe but, uh, it could be. <laughs> yeah maybe okay. but um no what we do in uh employers for change is mm-hmm. make it easy for employers to be really great mentors mm-hmm. um and that improves like communication and and their company processes but it's it's really about bringing out the what I call the superhero that's inside of every person. Mm-hmm. So we bring that out of the mentors, the employers, and then they also kind of like a train the trainer. They pull out the best of that intern. You're right. And the way that you mention it, it's like a matching dating website. A lot of us don't even really think about that. Like when we're going into employment, it is in a way like a relationship. Um, oh gosh, because, it absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wrote an article about that, mm-hmm. about how going on the job search is like dating mm-hmm. and LinkedIn picked it up and it, you know, it went kind of big. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Oh. But I think everything in life is, is like dating, whether you're trying to find friends mm-hmm. for a significant other or a place to work or just to volunteer, you want to be around people you like mm-hmm. and that hopefully they like you. So mm-hmm. Uh, when we match people, though, we match based on preferences, on six twenty first century skills. We match based on shared mutual causes for a culture fit, mm-hmm. and then one variable of a personality assessment. Mm-hmm. So you know you're looking for the things that are on you know in somebody's head and in their heart. That's what you really want for any relationship, right? That's right. It's not what somebody looks like. It's really about what's on the inside. Right. And that was always a frustration for me 
uh, with some companies, they would say, we're looking for this experience, these qualifications, and everything would hit on those lists, yet it was just that little missing interpersonal skill set. And they didn't advertise the job description that way. So what would you say to people who, like, what advice would you give to someone that's looking to, quote unquote, date a company? How can yeah, get they... a job with them? Yeah, so, get a job. I like yeah. dating better. <laughs> Let's yeah, use dating. So what I would tell you <laughs> is that you need to go study their social feeds. Okay. See what kind of information they're putting out there. See if it's stuff that you agree with. Mm-hmm. Look at the website. Like, read these things and then go to LinkedIn and see who are the companies that work there. Read company reviews of mm. people that have worked there also. And if you do those things it's all online mm-hmm. you can be in like in stealth mode and uh gathering a lot of intel and then decide if that is the right place for you yes and how would you say for a company to like get around that whole qualification experience thing if what they really do want is someone who is more interpersonal for lack of a better word so I think that most companies, if they're, you know, anything above like 100 people, they mm-hmm. have an HR director. Yes. So if you're wanting to connect with the HR director, that's one of the ways you can do it is just go in or post your resume on, in, like I said, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you'd be able to see if that you tag that person and say, hey, I'm, would I be a fit for your company? Yeah. That's one way. Mm-hmm. Now, that's as you as the candidate, but as the employer, the things that they have to put out there is, again, in the same channels. They mm-hmm. should be putting things out there on their social feeds. It says that, you know, this is what we do in our company. Mm-hmm. You would be a good fit if you like, you know, sitting at a desk instead of somebody that might be outside in the community more. Right. You know, you just got to make sure that if you are you as a candidate um, looking for a job, you want to make sure that you're going to be a fit for that job. So here's an example. Mm-hmm. When I went to school, I was an English major, mm-hmm. and I loved to write and to um, you know do research. and And I'm I was not a technical writer, but I learned how to be one. And I applied for a job at the Nature Conservancy. And I was hired to be a grants administrator and a financial analyst. And the reason why, how I got that job, this was the last question of the interview. They said, well, why should we hire you? Because you don't have any financial (laughs) background. You have no financial analysis uh, experience at all. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I had to work really hard in my MBA classes to learn how to be... um, a better communicator in that. So I believe I'll be a good um, conduit for the people that are the scientists in the field, and I'll be able to translate things that they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And they told me that was how I got the job, because I said I could be a translator to make financial concepts yeah. something that the people out in the field, scientists, could understand. Right, and you know... So I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But I spent, I spent two years doing that, and I realized I'm not a good fit for that. 
two years. And <laughs> I don't like sitting at the desk all the time. And mm-hmm. I did not, I liked interacting with people. I was a grants trainer mm-hmm. for the region and I, I was overseeing 11 states nice. and doing grants training. And I had seven programs in the state of Florida that I oversaw, and I loved seeing my people in the field. So I wanted to go um, switch to a different role in the company. And they're a global company, the Nature Conservancy. Mm-hmm. So I applied for a, um, a fundraising job development mm-hmm. where you're working on donor relations. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get that job. So I knew that I wasn't going to stay there and... I left and you know started my own company and got a part-time job at my college where I graduated from and I was still overseeing grants but in a different way. So sometimes you don't have to have somebody tell you to leave. Mm-hmm. You'll figure it out yourself and go, no, this is not a good fit. Now, what I should have figured out is that because I'm having to deal with Excel spreadsheets and lots of numbers mm-hmm. and, and close books out with government grants which is very tedious I liked reading and when I was picking my major I picked it based on what I liked to do which was read and write and research Mm -hmm. that's not what a financial analyst does (laughs) I should have paid attention to it Mm -hmm. so but I love the company I love the organization itself I love the work they do it's all Mm -hmm. about you know restoration of ecosystems and saving the planet so you know that won me over as a cause but it wasn't a fit because it wasn't what my skill sets really were Mm -hmm. so you as a candidate really need to know what your skill sets are to make sure you're looking at the companies that where you would be a good fit with the things that you're super that you super love right that's real smart and also kind of looking at it long term and doing a full snapshot of the company is what I'm hearing you say, like looking at company yes. reviews. If you can track down the HR director, even better, just to kind of build a rapport with them behind the scenes and to see how you would fit in with their company culture. So that's all really good stuff to say. And I heard you mention you also do like a personality variable on an assessment? Oh, I take one variable mm-hmm. of a personality assessment. So you can go okay. to 16 personalities mm-hmm. and it is a takeoff of the Myers-Briggs assessment yes. where there's 16 different types of personalities that people can fit into. Yes. And we look at extroverted versus introverted and mm-hmm. not as, oh, you're shy or you like to talk. Right. It's more about how you process information and how you communicate with others. Right. So it helps one to understand if this girl is talking all the time, <laughs> when is she ever going to stop so I can just like think about what she's really saying? Right. That's like an extroverted person that's talking and an introverted person personality type who's trying to process everything that I might be throwing at them. Yeah. Where would you say you fall on the Oh, I'm an level? extroverted process. Extrovert? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. believe I orient more towards introversion myself. And but it's interesting because I'm more of a social one, 
So, like, mm-hmm. I really love connecting with people, collaborating, but it's just knowing how to connect, especially if one is more oriented towards an introversion part of the spe- And it's more of a spectrum. Like, uh, no one is really all one or all the other. So what kind of advice would you give to maybe either or where they orient on that, that personality profile? So I would tell people go to 16personalities.com mm-hmm. and they have a little free 10 minute um, little quiz that you can take and you can understand, see if, you know, that's where you fall. Mm-hmm. Most people, just like what you said, you're mm-hmm. going to be stronger in one, mm-hmm. one of those variables. I'm mm-hmm. an ENFT. Okay. Uh, yeah. ENFT. That means, you know. Extroverted thinking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Extroverted feeling, thinking, yeah. And intuition, right? Yeah. Okay. So you can look those up, but when you take the assessment, Mm -hmm. then sign up for the newsletter because they talk about how you can see those traits about yourself Mm -hmm. in personal relationships and work, how you... Um, even during COVID, they had mm-hmm. a lot of great information there about how you might handle that type of situation because extroverted personality types enjoy being around people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're having to be isolated, like in COVID, it wasn't so so fun much fun. Them. Right. They probably it was hard. couldn't wait to get to the office. <laughs> right. And yeah. people that are more extroverted enjoy being around people so they like being in an office whereas mm-hmm. you know we've gone to so many remote options it's now that you know the introverted ones are enjoying that because they don't they're they don't feel their energy being sucked out right from being around people but they feel their energy being drained in different ways yeah because it was like Okay, not another Zoom meeting, not another Zoom call. Exactly. It was like they really filled in the holes with the with the COVID situation working from home. It was yeah. like, oh my goodness. It was like so many things on the calendar and it was just like, okay. So it was a small victory for those that have a preference for introversion. <laughs> That liked to work remotely and wanted to work from home. Right. Yeah, did, definitely did that. But, yeah. you know, it ends up being that you have to spend more time yes. doing things because you can't have shorter meetings. Right, exactly. Whereas you might just have walked over just across the hall oh, and, and just to somebody. Right, and it just explained. So everything kind of had its downside. That's really nice. Um to kind of talk about and to delve into. It's always good to like have an idea of like where your personality falls and what are you developing and your primary yeah, your strengths and the, your sec- the weaknesses. Yeah, exactly. Your primary, secondary and your tertiary functions and I think it goes all the way down to like eight of them, all the way down to the bottom where you where you fall. Sounds like you might be on the website. I'm actually not. I'm pulling this from like a long, long time ago. Just fun fact, like Maya Briggs, the testing instrument, it was like a really big hit um, long ago. It They do need to bring this back and it would be nice. Um, this is just my personal humble opinion, lovely lattes, okay, um, is that, you know, they should do stuff like this in the company just like your relationship building team building and it's just like a fun way to just kind of gauge where you are 
uh, just personality-wise. Because the more yeah. aware, self-aware you are as to what your strengths and your challenges are, mm-hmm. you pay attention to, well, it's not all about me. Yes. It is about everybody else I work with. True. And you can be more... Um, patient you can mm-hmm. be more accommodating you can wait mm-hmm. uh, to allow somebody else to process information or be okay with silence yes. if it's the introverted communicator because you know they're thinking it all inside of their head you're right you're right the silence one though like i i understand that one so much because i'm uh, more on the social side and it is hard to just have that that silence, that dead air. It's hard. So I do understand if someone wants to like fill in that silence. But I love what you said, like being aware and being accommodating and just being patient with other people and being able to meet them there. Okay, well, wonderful um, convo. So, so now just tell us a little bit more about yourself, like how you uh, got started here. Where were you, let's say, maybe five to ten years ago? Oh, gosh, that's when I was first starting this, yeah. this journey is five years ago. Is mm-hmm. The company was called a different name. Mm-hmm. It you know morphed into Employers for Change. I was applying to accelerators. I've been in a lot of them, and because of being in them, one of them I got to go to Portugal, Lisbon, Portugal, and they built me a booth on the floor, and I was able to you know do a lot of customer discovery and find out what people wanted. Mm-hmm you know, from this product globally. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was really cool. Um, but it starting a business is not for the faint of heart. I can <laughs> tell you that because if you're trying to build a tech company mm-hmm. and right now I'm fundraising. So my mm-hmm. goal is to raise a half a million and I've got people too committed investors so far and I'm ready to just go ahead and hopefully close out my round. I'm going to say in the next month, mm-hmm. Pull it in and close it down and then start a new round. This is really, really hard. Mm -hmm. So it was actually one of the things I prayed and I asked God for. I asked God for an empire, but I I usually tell people I'm a Jesus girl, but I have a potty mouth. So So sometimes bad words fly out of my mouth, Mm -hmm. but, you know, that's what grace is for. Exactly. So anyway, I had been on this journey and I'm still on the journey, but I have people that have stayed with me. Um, and everything that has been built, uh, the, the software platform, the Learning Academy, the everything. If you look at the website, the podcast, the game, it's all been built by students mm-hmm. that wanted to be able to showcase, you know, like this is what they can do. Um, with mentoring though, I'm a, my, I'm all but dissertation for a PhD mm-hmm. and that'll be in, um, leadership with mm-hmm. a specialization in human resource development. Mm-hmm. And that's basically training and learning. Mm-hmm. But my dissertation topic is on servant leadership. So mm-hmm. everything is always about Jesus at the end of the day. Yes. And for me, when I had prayed and said, Hey, I want an empire. Well, I got it, but I should have said, I should have asked, like, what's it going to cost me? Because there's always a cost Mm -hmm. when you ask God for something. So five years ago, I was in a very different place. And, you know, it's five years later. And 
you know, things have improved so much more and it's, um, it's very, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't have changed it. I just, I love what I do. And I think that's the thing that, um, you have to realize that if you really want something badly, Mm -hmm. you're there, there is a cost Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to be grateful for the cost as well as the wonderful things that come with it. And if you don't mind sharing, what did you learn that it cost you in order to build that empire? Uh, a place to live. Oh. So a little, for a little while, yeah, I mm-hmm. didn't have a place. Uh, but, you know, I have um, a wonderful, you know, godly woman that's uh, taken me into her house. And mm-hmm. I get to be there while I've been building this empire. So I'm very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's something, too, that Jesus went through as the original servant leader, Um, even though he was the king of kings, the Lord of lords, and he is, right, today still living. He didn't come here to rule over people. He came to serve others. Uh And even though he came from, from wealth as a carpenter, he gave all of that up, lived in poverty so that we could become rich. I think it, it says that in um in Second Corinthians. I know I need to read my Bible more. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was um Well um, that's what the internet is for, right? You right. Can look something super fast if you don't know the, the chapter yes. that it came from or the book. Second Corinthians, uh I think it's chapter eight, verse nine. Don't hold me to that lovely lattes. But yeah, and you kind of experienced that grace of giving. So based on where you were five years ago and where you see God is keeping you and giving you that restoration, it only makes sense that you want to give back to other people with that same grace. Yeah. So part of building a software platform that's really hard to figure out is I went, well, how do I put an I love you into technology? Mm. How do you make sure that when you're teaching people something, because it's basically like a train the trainer mm-hmm. um, type of mindset, mm-hmm. is how do how do I do that? And so I figured that out, and that was that's like secret stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's really where making the world a better world can be done. And so my why, when somebody said, "Well, why did I want to do this?" I went, "I I just really want people to see." that they're superheroes inside of each one of us and we're all capable of greatness. And if we would take the time to get to know people, we would be able to see, you know, better organizations, better relationships and work, more retention, more engagement, you know, better ideation. So that's what I've worked on inside of Employers for Change to make it possible to have better relationships and how we um, we focus on skills based hiring, which is different a different way of looking at what diversity is. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what race, ethnicity, your disabilities, any of those. Mm-hmm. If you can't see what somebody looks like, then you have to look at them through a different way, yes. and you're looking at it based on what their skills are. You're right, and it does. It's kind of like how God looks at us when He sees us. You know, David mm-hmm. was like, he's just a shepherd, but God said, 
you're a king, you know. Mm-hmm. Hadessa said, I'm an orphan. He said, you're a queen and you're going to be there to save your people. So it really depends. You know, the disciples said they're fishermen. Jesus said they're apostles. So I love how you said we're like shifting our lens and the way that we look at others and look at ourselves and that can lead to better relationships better work um, engagement and a better overall culture and you're like you're speaking this language uh, girl and can you imagine if the workplace was really like that and just kind of gave that kind of honor and that grace in in the workplace I really can't imagine what that could look like and it, you are definitely on to something. Um, so just tell us a little more on how people can get in touch with you. So my mm-hmm. best social channel to reach me on is either LinkedIn, and mm-hmm. it's Isabella Johnston with a J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N. Okay. And it is also Twitter, and it's my Twitter handle is uh, Isabella Skills, mm-hmm. um, S-K-I-L-L-S. I think there's a ha- uh, an underscore between Isabella and underscore skills. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I actually just set it up, and I went, oh, my gosh, I don't know. Um, That's all But right. if you're looking for my company, just look for employers, the number four, change. That's mm-hmm. our hashtag also. It's employers for the number four change mm-hmm. and they'll be able to find us there's some other nonprofits out there with that name but mm-hmm. they use the word for not the number four so we use mm-hmm. the number and your company is not for profit no it's for profit oh it is for profit i was about to say what <laughs> no okay there's others that are nonprofits, okay. but they're um that's not what we are okay. we're a for-profit company it's a software company it's a a SaaS product, which is software as a service, mm-hmm. and um, we just we accelerate the ability to recruit and assess mm-hmm. and and develop skills, making three months equal to a year of experience for yes. the employer as well as the student. And this is like recruiters' dream right here, come to life, like just being able to just go there and just say, "Hey, I need these pool of candidates to match me with this." lob or business and like you're just really on the right track i'm really happy for you and i know you are going to get those five hundred thousand um funds and i pray that you really do have angels around you that will invest oh, in you <laughs> yeah you put a whole new spin on angel investment there <laughs> right that's funny that is funny <laughs> yeah yeah, angel investor. Yep, yeah, that is very true. They truly are. And um, this was a really great talk. Unfortunately, we're running out of time. And it feels like we really could talk about this all day. Because I've never heard this slant on it before. On business. Cool. And yes. And the marketplace. So it's really nice. You really have uh, come up on something here. You really truly integrated faith with business without it being cliche and the fact that you do it from like a software uh perspective i know i told you this behind the scenes but i really do see this becoming like um mobile and that people can just 
you know, go in, be like, hey, I need an intern for this, or I need a worker for this, you know, I see that for you in the future, so, um, I take it and receive it, thank you, Jesus, go ahead, I love that, all right, so this is the part of the show where anyone that comes on, um, they can just give any words of encouragement, uh, to our listeners, so go ahead, okay, So what I would ask is that you remember to give as much grace to others as you ask for every day in your own life. Yes. And listeners, I hope you're receiving that to give ourselves more more grace every day. May we abound in grace that we may reap a harvest of righteousness by giving back also gracefully. And it doesn't always have to be monetary, Um, There are needs in the community that we may or may not be aware of. And then we can just roll up our sleeves and just just find out how can we support you today. And um, thank you. Yes, a lot of us do need to give ourselves grace, more grace. We do mess up. We may not know everything. And sometimes, yeah, as you said, we may have a pouty mouth. And that's how the fishermen were. And guess what? Jesus used them anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So it doesn't mean that we have to be counted out. The fact that some of us are experiencing attacks, that means God has an even bigger anointing on our lives. So it may not look like much now. It may look like we're stagnant or stuck. Um, but Isabella is saying, just give yourself grace anyway. And others. And yeah. other, because give yourself and others grace. See, I'm be stuck on myself because yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm because my biggest honestly, critic. But yeah, also extend that grace to others. You're right. Yeah, because when somebody cuts you off on the road, just remember you don't know what's going on in their life. You might be mm. angry because they did that, but give grace. If you hear somebody saying, you know, something that's really hateful, mm-hmm. then pray for them and ask God to open their eyes and. And give them grace because there's so many people that are in darkness and they just need to um, pray for each other and remember to give grace because, you know, that's that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. We show the face of God through the grace that we can extend and, and show them Christ. That sounds good. That's a really good coffee moment right there. Uh... <laughs> I'm so happy we were able to talk and to connect today, even though the devil was trying to cause issues. But you found a way to get around that. And here we are now. Yes. (laughs) Thank God for you, uh, Sister Uh, Isabella. (laughs) Well, God always gives us a, a, a brain for a reason, right? Yes. You are very smart. However, what I like about your approach, you're you're so humble. You're not like being pretentious about it. And and who knows? You could be a prodigy for all I know. I don't, you know, you haven't shared that with me. Um, but you just are able to just find those resolutions um, for people. And you do it in such a humble way. Oh, thank you. What I yeah. want someone to always see is not me. They mm-hmm. shouldn't see me. They should always see Christ. And if they do, then I am honoring my father very well. Amen and amen. Okay, well, that is our time for today. 
uh, Miss Isabella, and uh, we can talk behind the scenes so that any information anyone needs to just um, look up Employers for Change, um, the info should be in the description. And and that's it for our, our show. So uh, I don't know if you drink coffee or not or if you're more into tea, but I hope you have a lovely, it's Sunday uh, afternoon here. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your uh, Sunday afternoon. Thank you so much for having me as a guest on your show. Yeah. Well, and what do you prefer? Is it more coffee or tea? I drink water. You drink water. Okay. So we got another aqua latte here. <laughs> I call it spa water. Spa water. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Because you put, you know, whatever, you know, lemon, orange, whatever you want in it. Mm-hmm. So it's spa water. Is that more That's like about relaxation? Oh, well, you sound pretty relaxed. Um, is that like still water or more like seltzer? Oh no, still. Still water. She said bubbles. no, not seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I can't be that fancy, no, ma'am. We still do no. still here. I don't like the way it tastes, honestly. It really, it is yeah. an acquired taste. That is true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I don't drink beer, wine, or coffee. I don't like the way any of it all tastes. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I do a tea, it's chai. It is chai. <clears throat> okay. Chai latte. Oh, chai latte in here. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I hope that you have um, a, a really wonderful weekend. I kind of want to ask about Portugal, but maybe I'll just ask you behind the scenes what that was like. Oh, that was very different. Yeah, it that would take different. more time. That way, yeah. And it was like, we're hitting on stuff that's like topic for another day, as we say on this show. All right, you guys. Well, as we always say on this show, see you next time. And this is Call Me Coffee and Miss Isabella coming to you on this epi saying bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> and that is a wrap. <laughs>